inspired by the Canadian Federation of the Blind. Outlook, a show about accessibility, advocacy, and equality. I'm Brian. And I'm Carrie. Outlook. Radio Western. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Brian. Good morning. Happy Monday. Yeah, we're back. We're back. Outlook, 94.9 CHRW, Radio Western. And uh, I think we'll get right to it, right? Yeah, I'd say so. We got, you know, half hour here or so, so we're, we're a bit less than a half hour, so let's get right, right to it. We have a couple guests today, which is awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, we thought we'd start, uh, I guess, by just having you guys introduce yourselves. Um, so, um, uh, Anthony, do you want to start? My name's Anthony Hodges. And uh, we are here from Bumping Into Walls, which is a show similar to yours. We do the same type of topics out here at CJSW in Calgary, Alberta. That's great. Like, it's so neat that this is our first um, on um, live phone uh, chat with some people that it's nice that it can be um, going from Ontario all the way out to Alberta. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty neat. We had to get the uh, station manager in here, Ando, to help set this up a bit because yeah, so if I sound, never done it before. So. If I sound nervous in my, my interviewing style here, it's just because I'm just worried the, the technical stuff's working. But um, yeah, so um, Anthony, if you just want to tell, tell our listeners and, and us, um, like, a little bit about your background, um, you know, where you grew up, um, what kind of blindness you have, if you feel like sharing that. Sure. I grew up in Edmonton. That's a place north of Calgary. It's a big city where the Oilers play hockey or try to. Right. Um, I was there till I was eight, and I've been here in Calgary ever since. I've never had sight. I have some really big, long name for eyes that don't have any retinas in them. And they just don't work because I came out too early, prematurely. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's and, the case for uh, a lot of people. Yeah. It didn't happen as often now, but it did back in the 70s when I was born, like an old guy. So, um, Jesse, do you want to tell us a bit about yourself? Uh-oh. Oh, did we lose Jesse? <laughs> All right, well... Hey, this is, uh, sorry, this is Jesse. Oh, there you um, are. All right. I, I'm a co-host of Bumping Into Walls, and I grew up in Calgary, and I don't think anyone's quite sure why I'm blind. They say it's a genetic thing. I just didn't work. Um, that's all they've told me. They kind of did some investigation to try and figure it out, but I've been blind since birth. Yeah, so both both of you guys are t- are totally blind. Is that correct? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I'm I'm in the same state, although I do have a bit of light perception. So you, neither of you have any light perception. None. None. Okay, because I've been, I was born and I have light perception, but it's always been the same for me um, ever since I was born. Whereas my sister here, Carrie, used to be able to see a lot more and has lost. Yeah, some sight. I was considered low vision for. Which I think is similar. I listened to actually the three episodes of, of Bumping Into Walls from this year and then I listened to your first episode from the end of 2017 when I believe you guys began the show and uh, I noticed a couple of people on your show also have a, some vision but you, you two do not is that correct? Yeah uh, varying degrees of vision throughout the four of us 
which keeps it interesting. Yeah, it's great because you get different perspectives from different people, right? It's uh. So how did you two uh, meet and sort of lead us toward how the show kind of came to be? You want to take this one? Or? Yeah. Um, long story, Anthony and I have known each other for a lot of years. Um, and I guess since I was a kid, actually. And the idea for making a show uh, kind of germinated in the two of us at 2 o'clock in the morning. Um, and then the next day I called up Anthony to tell him that I got stuck in an elevator mm. and he was like, uh, you know, Hey, I called the, the news director at the station to talk about the idea of potentially having a show. And then the real thing that kind of brought it apart was, uh, Anthony was over at my house for lunch and our co-host Kathy called and told us what she wanted to lay down and. We recorded four episodes throughout the summer and then presented them for a proposal. So we have four co-hosts. We have three, hmm. two. I can't do math. We have myself, <laughs> Jesse, Kathy, and Dave. Right, which is good. Make sure everyone gets a plug there. Yeah, yeah that, exactly. Absolutely. Not everybody could be here today, but um, it's great that you have a show like that. If whereas if Brian and I, if one of us isn't here, the other one, I kind of made the decision to do one on my own. Uh, a few months back there and it can be tricky um, but yeah you guys got four people to yeah you have a backup if someone can't make it in one day or whatever <laughs> right yeah so uh, Anthony what about the name for the show uh, wh whose idea was that or what do you see <coughs> it meaning that was Kathy's we were okay. we were coming up to the station or she was go I think she was coming up to the station uh, behind me or something and it was Bermuda Shore today that day and there was a bunch of darn junk in the way. Walls, barricades. And she kept bumping into these walls and this nice student said to her, well, gee, I'll get you around this wall. You're going to be careful. You're going to bump into that wall. And she said, we bump into walls all the time. So she came up to the station and we're like, hey, great name for a show. Because we'd thrown other names around, but they all had blind in them. And we kind of thought about it and went, eh, yeah, let's try this. And it's, it's been great ever since because everyone remembers the name about walls or bumping. They may not remember all of it, but they remember part of it. <laughs> and yeah. it can go so much deeper than just dumping, bumping into real walls. You know, it can be like, you know, uh, bureaucratic walls or of course real walls. We bump into lots of those, as you would know, Brian. Um, and, you know, just any other kind of barrier that we might bump into that we need to learn to conquer. Yes, I love I, I love that metaphor. Uh, the, the longer I sat with your name and sort of thought about it and my own history with walls, um, and you know things we're dealing with now that we talk about on the show every every week, that that I thought it you know it really it does get your attention. Yeah, I mean I like I sort of like the more metaphorical sort of point of the term where it's more so the the barriers and stuff that as blind people we know every day is sort of a challenge of problem solving and being put into new situations and whether it be you're used to going a certain route and there's construction or, you know, there's so many different scenarios you can be put into and you have to just break those barriers and find a way to, uh, to, to make it. So, you know, I really, I really like that deeper meaning of it. Um, as far as bumping into actual literal walls, I mean, it, it does, it does happen, but I try to pay attention and use my cane correctly. So it happens <laughs> less and less the more I get more practice I've had, but, uh, yeah, it's. Yes, definitely. Uh, definitely something that doesn't happen to me super often but uh, of course at the beginning of the show we just added kind of to the joke of that by of course having that 
mysterious uh, walking along with the cane and then the mysterious thud of what was supposed to be somebody bumping into a wall. <laughs> and what 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 caused that thud, where that thud sound comes from, we've decided is going to remain a mystery. Yeah, it's a mystery. Great, People yeah. think it's the wall and they can think it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm big into themes and um, when we came up with ours, our theme song and, um, you know, checking out how people do this radio producing and, you know, coming up with the, the theme song that's uh, sort of the signature part of the show to start every episode, that's great. Uh, so I was curious about yours and how it... Yeah, those are always the the two big parts about a show is you get the idea for the show, but then it's always the the name of the show and the theme of the show are two very... Well, the theme song came from our, our news director at the time said, go find something on this really crappy, inaccessible Apple website. So we originally found some really cool surf music that we thought was cool. And he's like, you know, guys, you got to go find something else. And we only have three hours a week on a Friday to do anything that we're doing. So we must have spent an hour and a half to two fighting with the website, digging up a song. Finally, we pulled one that we all kind of liked, and we said, okay, news director, this is what it's going to be, because we ain't doing this again. All the <laughs> instrumental music in our show are uh, things that we found on this, uh, you know, free matter, like, public license website, um, and they all happen to be from a band called Forget the Whale. Oh. Huh. Interesting. We didn't know nothing about them. We yeah. found out once completely by accident that... Uh, they do actually have a singer because uh, we lost the song and went to re-download it and actually found one with words in it. Um, but uh, we are using the instrumentals of those songs. So uh, a bit of credit to Forget the Whale, whoever they are. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. To never forgetting that name. <laughs> uh, what? Um, so yeah, so I've listened to uh, um, some of your episodes also. I um, heard the one on Ira, which is um, a lot of people don't know much about that. Yeah, we haven't really talked too much about Ira on this show. No. Although we did try it. We were at the NFB convention in Orlando last year, and we tried Ira yeah. for the first time. And uh, I know, Jesse, you've been using it um, from what I when I listened to the podcast episode that you guys did. You were talking about it. Yeah, it's been a... Uh it's been a, a big thing in my life. It's definitely got me out of some, some pickles. Um, and uh, it's been really helpful. Yeah, because you had, you've dealt with episodes about parenting, which is um, one we haven't um, talked about, as Brian and I both are not parents. Um, but it is an interesting subject that a lot of people wonder about. So, um, you know, that's something we'll do in the future. And you've had, you know, talks about, the, you know, handy low tech tools because I'm not a very tech techy kind of person but I, I, are you both um, quite techy? I like to think I am. <laughs> I'm just old so for me to catch up with new <laughs> stuff is like holy cow this is going to be fun but once I catch it it's all right. Yeah, I mean, uh, Anthony, yeah, I mean, even me, you know, you think back when, when in the 90s and 80s even, and it's like how far things have come with technology from, you know, Slate and Stylus and Perkins Brailler all the way to uh, Ira, I guess, and yep. uh, iPhones, that's pretty cool. Yeah, we're a little older too, we're in our 30s, so it's, uh, um, and I know Anthony, you're older, I'm not... 40 is pretty old, so. <laughs> um, how old I are... get my pension check soon. <laughs> yeah, I guess so, right? Uh, what about you, Jesse, if you wouldn't mind sharing your age? I'm just curious. Uh, yeah, I'm 24, so I feel like, you know, at least, like, you know, with the school system kind of being a bit behind when I was younger, it was uh, Perkins Brailler and uh, Slate and Silas. 
and then uh, kind of transitioning into, I had uh, an electronic Perkins Brailler, which I thought was the greatest thing ever. Yeah, I, I don't think I've ever seen in, one. And I didn't have to push on the keys so hard. Yeah, we were a little too help. late for, for that, or a little too... I want one. Yeah, we were early for that. Early, I guess I would say, yeah. yeah. I don't know if you guys, uh, you know, happened across the Mount Batten Brailler. I had one of those for, for a time. I don't think um, so. And basically, again, it was an electronic braille note taker that you fed actual paper into and uh, uh, again it was just uh, like I don't think it had any special features but it was it was interesting and then you know technology has just come so far since then and so much was kind of so much potential was kind of unleashed with the iPhone and now I kind of can't really imagine living without all of these aids that were there to help me, which is why it's so interesting to kind of, you know, listen to Anthony and think that he did survive in a time without this stuff, and I couldn't imagine really doing that. It right. is possible, but it's it's a lot easier these days. I mean, yeah, it's, uh, I couldn't imagine not being able to scan a barcode with seeing AI and <laughs> just identify something on my shelf. Apps, yeah. So about um, bumping into walls, what kind of things do you guys hope it? the show does like what is your goal when you're doing it um, when you're coming up with new episode ideas because we get asked this a lot about who's the audience like we've been asked that is it is it sighted people you're aiming for or blind or both or? well that's what we're trying to aim for because I know a lot of people who say well shoot I never knew you guys could do X or Y like cook or the cooking show came from somebody who said to one to Kathy on the bus they said how do you cook and she thought about it, and she's like, oh, there's a show there. So we just came in, and we just we, we ran with it. Yeah, I mean, that's... down, and... That's great. It's kind of what we're, we're going for is... Our show is for, for everyone, and blind people as well, but we're kind of, in a way, doing it more for the sighted population because a lot of this is education, and people just aren't aware, and it's and oftentimes it's not even their fault. I mean, I'm, I'm a pretty... Um, empathetic guy and I like to see things from other people's point of views the best I can so it's a lot of times it's not that people are trying to, are being mean on purpose or or acting a certain way it's more so that they're just not aware of, of what's capable out there for blind people so that's you know it's great that there's other shows in Canada besides that you know we're not the only ones you guys started before us so that's that's awesome yeah, and, I, and I've always been passionate about educating you know because growing up people always asking questions and then I started uh, doing ambassador work and going into classes and educating kids and I realized that if you educate people it can really just change their view if they're open to being educated and, and with this show we can reach out to a, a huge group of people potentially you know cited and also to inspire blind people that you know there is a life with vision loss and you can get out and do anything you want. You can make a radio show if you want. Yeah, exactly. That's what we were sort of discussing back and forth about, you know, somebody would not understand how Brian could, you know, figure out how to run this board here and and it's good that, that we just were on air and they hear us. So that's great and it is great to have, multi, you know, multiple viewpoints from blind, blind uh, Canadians here in Ontario and out there. Um, what, what do you think about... Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, and especially that, that, that parenting episode. 
Right. I mean, that for me was a, was a real big one to put that out there that blind people can be parents. They can be successful parents. Um, and, you know, because I think there's a, a fair amount of stigma around that. And so that episode especially um, was a great platform for m- me and my fellow guests that came on, Karen, to talk about our experience as parents and also my wife, Lisa, to come on and talk about what it's like to live with, you know, a blind parent and co-parent. And it was a great opportunity, especially with that episode, to educate. Absolutely. That's that's one of the areas with the biggest stigma, I would say, probably, um, from my limited experience with it. Yeah, and I mean, in your situation, um, your, your wife is sighted, I believe, right? Yes. Um, so that's that's even a different situation from some parents that are both blind, where I've, I've you know we've talked to some in the past, and it's yeah, it's definitely something that's still still a stig- stigma, and it's uh, it's unfortunate because that that parenting episode you guys did was really great, and it sort of showed that it's it's a learning experience for anyone, whether they're sighted or not, becoming a new parent, and you you figure it out because you you love you love your kid, and you and you know you work together, and you you make it you make it happen. So it's. It's just like like anyone else would, and it's uh, it's something that needs to be talked about more. And yes, exactly. Yep. Yeah, so um, you guys are on Twitter, right? Uh, into underscore walls. Yeah, at into underscore walls. Right. Like to um, give some plugs. Yeah, and if there's any other, you have an email address, I believe, as well, or, and uh, a website. Yeah, you can email us at uh, bumpingintowalls at gmail dot com. I came across the coolest thing. I'm not sure if it was still happening. Do you guys have like a call-in um, voicemail service that people can call with questions and things, or did I? Yeah, you're more than uh, that. Is still going. Uh, we plugged it on one episode, and we haven't plugged it since. But it is still going. Uh, you can call five eight seven eight eight seven three zero four one and leave a voicemail for us to play on our mailbag segment. Because I heard that and I thought, damn, that's a good idea. Yeah. We got to do that. Yeah. So I got to figure uh, out. It's a free phone service called, uh, it works within Canada. It's called Fongo. For free and uh, it's Wi-Fi calling. Um, And uh, so I thought that that was a good idea. Yeah, that's really great. And that's, you know that's kind of the biggest thing that that we've found with blind people getting more involved in the community the community the last couple of years is this sort of lack of organization and we're kind of also spread out here in Canada and there's like sort of a lack of communication between all all of us blind people and it's like any group of people it's not like everyone's going to be best friends with everyone but we all have this 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 uh challenge in, or I don't know what you want to call it but we are we're all blind so we all have something in common and we need to work more as a as a country to to work together and get together and share ideas and being connected with you guys and having a similar show is great because we can bounce ideas off of each other and work together and you know just keep making bo- bo- both of our shows even better so it's it's really great yeah exactly and I really like that that we're doing that and again I kind of thought the phone thing was good because something that I have to remember is that not everybody's all tech and, you know, geeky on Twitter with the hashtags and everything, you know, so we need to make it so that way anybody can get involved, anybody can communicate and be inspired and inspire yeah, I mean, on the show. we had a Twitter account, and so. you feel like, is there anybody out there? How many people actually use Twitter? And yeah, um, that's why you got to have all all the services, and then, like you say, even the the low tech stuff, like 
like a, a, a good old telephone, right? So that people can any any yeah, event exactly. major. Well, yeah. The reason we thought of it was because other shows do it, and we thought, well, not everyone can write an email. Like if you're newly blinded, you're not going to be able to do it. So mm-hmm. we thought, well, let's try this. Mm-hmm. And we also have a website. It's bumpingintowalls.wordpress.com. Um, and I am having a, a tad bit of a hiccup uploading all the shows because of uh, an issue with embedding a SoundCloud link. Mm-hmm. Um, but my hope with that was to create a, a simple website whose job it was to just go get our contact information, listen to the shows, and, uh, you know, just be that. Just be, you know, nothing in between the listeners and the education and inspiration that we're trying to put out there. Cool. Well, yeah, so that wasn't your original idea, and so we're, we're, we're going to probably take take that one and um, try and also figure out our own website. So that's an, an issue, <laughs> so people know where to find you. Yeah, um, it's nice to have everything in one in one spot for people, plus something that's not too cluttered, as we know, s- some websites, you know, there's so much information and so many links that it can get yeah, pretty overwhelming. Yeah, for a new, so. newly blinded person just learning to use computers, I know I'm, I'm not that, and I get confused because of it all, so, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm pretty techy and I like to explore and figure things out and try this and this and this for hours, but not everyone's like that and it's, you know, you yeah. you, you see things from everyone's everyone's position and point of view, so. So I just wonder about the... The nice thing about CGSW and all these stations is mm-hmm. they give people a voice. I mean, they literally exactly. helped us label the board and uh, oh, we're really? always working with them to try and try new things and uh, yeah, it can be done. Brian had felt the same when he came here. That they were just no questions asked. They didn't treat him, you know, differently. They just made it work. Yeah, I mean, the blindness part of it never even came up. I brought it up at the end of the uh, interview when I came in here about doing a, my music show back in 2017, and uh, yeah, it never even came up. And then at the end, I just asked a couple questions relating to it, but they'd never brought it up at all. So it's you know, you feel wow. like you you fit in and you're included, and you're not even looked at differently, which is pretty amazing because it doesn't always work out that way. So no. I just wanted to kind of quickly touch, I guess, on besides besides doing the show, um, what sort of are your other interests? You guys have both obviously finished um, public school. Um, have, have either of you had any post secondary school or any any work job related stuff? Because employment is a major major topic of our show as well. If uh, well, Jesse's yeah. got himself a nice job, maybe yeah, he'll let us know what that is. Yeah. Um, so I went to. I haven't finished, um, but I did go to school for software development. Um, in my spare time, I'm also a member of the CCB mm-hmm. and the CFB, which I hope to become more, even more involved in. Great. And um, I am very happy and very fortunate to now have a job at Apple Store. Wow, that's awesome! Congrats on that, man. It's. Uh Somewhere I've I've considered working as well. It would be I think it would be awesome to work there. Adam, how long? I'm very fortunate to work there. uh, Three months, and I'm very fortunate to work there because they've been very inclusive. And again, like the radio station is open to how can we accommodate the work environment to make you as successful as possible. And you know they've they've listened to all my concerns and they're always checking in to see if there's anything that they can do better. And I know Anthony, you are um, 
community reporter for AMI. Uh, I don't know what that entails exactly, but um, <coughs> there are... A lot of digging, a lot of hunting. Yeah, you um, seem like the yeah, idea yeah, it's, guy. It's, <laughs> Finding... It, it, it's not bad. I mean, some of some things will go, some things won't. Um, I've only been doing that for two years. Before that, 20 years ago, I worked in a DJ service booking, taking bookings, but then... Hmm. Life got in the way, and uh, I had to take care of some things. So as it always does. I hadn't thought of work, and then this thing came up as a possibility. And, you know, it's, it's, it's something that uh, really helps us with our show because working with professionals like Kelly McDonald and those guys, you know, you learn real fast. Because <laughs> yeah, it's okay. live. If you mess up, you're done. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> kind of you, yeah, it's a great way to get out in the community and uh, keep learning about these things and. Keep, you learn all keep kinds people of things. updated yeah, on what's I've going done. on. So, yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun to go, to, but to try it. Like, I mean, that's the scary part for blind people is to go out and try it. And I'll admit, I was scared too. I mean, I mean, now I'm not as scared, but I'm still a little leery. But I'll still do it. Yeah. Just once, to, once you get out there, you realize it isn't so bad. For sure. Well, it feels so good once you've really stepped out of the box and you know, given something a try and then you can be proud of it and the success you've made. I mean, for us, we started by, you know, kind of being worried, like, will the station touch us? And the next thing we won the Breaking Barriers Award from the NCRA last summer. So That's great. Uh, we are going to yeah. actually have to wrap up here, but that's a good way to the end. joys of live radio when you have success, to cut people off. Sorry about that, for guys. Everybody. But thanks so much for coming on. We'll keep promoting your show and thanks for coming on ours. Hey. Thanks. And congrats on the Breaking right, Barriers thank Award. Thank you. Thanks for having us on this morning. Yeah, have Thanks a for good, having us on. Have a good week, guys. You too. You too. Bye.